the review. Okay, good morning. Let's begin. Yesterday's daf was daf um, um, samach uh, base. Today's daf samach gimel. The review of yesterday's daf. Get to today's. Have in mind. You got to hear what he says? It makes sense, but Unbelievable. Buddy. Unbelievable. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> not a good enough excuse for making it up. I'm not pretty far getting this one. All right. All right. So, what? Yeah, yeah. Let's get started. So, yesterday's daf again was some base. I have a mind that our learning should be as close for the, uh, for our fellow Yidner, as that, uh, Everything should go well, and they should be successful. And uh, also have in mind, ben Avram Gedalia, and and who else? And uh, and for Fush Leima, for Sar Basachaber, for Amy Bastvora, for Michal Aviv Basiudis, for Bracha Basheshana, for Hadasa Basronya. And all of us who need refuah. All right, so we're starting a review of yesterday's daf, and it's starting on the fourth line down on daf samach base Omod aleph. So the Gemara is comparing and contrasting the opinion of Chanina ben Gamliel and um, and Rameir. So basically, the question is: Do you need tonight kafel? Do you need a tonight every time that you're putting in condition? Does the condition need to be? reiterated in both the positive and the negative, or is it automatically self-evident that, um, that you know, that, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> basically, that it's, uh, that you don't need to speak on both sides. So, Rabbi, Rabbi Mayer says that every condition needs to be like the Tanayim B'nai Godomari Ruben, because that's the example, and that was reiterated, even though it's seemingly superfluous. So, too, every condition, in order to be uh, binding condition that it's it's only going to be effective if the conditions met, and it will not be if the conditions not met. Needs to be spoken out on both sides. That's the basically the machlokas, and we're now bringing various proofs from Zukim where it seemed to either go like Rabbi Chaminin and Gamliel or like Rabbi Meir. So now we're up to one for Rabbi Chaminin and Gamliel. Because when the Pasuk talks about a sota, it does not actually mention what's going to happen. It just says, Im loy shachav ish oisach, and v'im loy satis tumal taxi isher, then hinaki. And da da da, meaning then you'll be clean and nothing's going to happen to you. Um, but according to a mayor, it should speak out, and if you did, then it's then it's chinky, and it didn't speak out both sides. So, I, so the Gemara says um, that uh, Rab Tanchum says that if you look at the word hinaki, it's written chaser. It should have been with a yod, hinaki, but it put uh, with like a hey, nun, kuf, yod, and the hey and ches, everyone knows, is very close letters to each other. So it's meaning to, uh, that, you know, so it's, it's actually indicating the strangulation, which chenek, uh, hinki, is, uh, is what's being alluded to. So according to Remeyer, it actually makes sense why they use that word, hinki, as a hinki. But according to why, according to Rambam Kamil, why use this word that has a double-edged sword? The answer is because if it wouldn't have said this way, uh, maybe nothing will happen. Maybe you know, like if if you, somebody did sleep with you, 
then maybe you're not going to get the death penalty. It's just over an answer. Kamash Malan, that you're going to die from it. So uh, then we brought another raya that sounds like Rameir. It says, by the din of the sprinkling of ashes, the red heifer for Paraduma. So it says, Hu yizchata, And if you didn't, then it's no good. So why do you have to reiterate both sides? This is what you do do. And if you don't do this, then this is, then it won't work. So it's repetitive, according to Rav Hanin Gamliel. So the answer is that, no, you might have thought that the, that the ideal is that you need to do on the third and on the seventh. What if you did just one of the two? Maybe that's good enough. Kamash one that you have to do both the third and the seventh. Um, so then it says again, is that repetitive? So the Gemara says, that's coming to tell you that Shlishi tells you that not on day two. Shivi tells you not on day six, uh, because then you're minimizing the Yimei Tahara. What if you spread it out? You did on day three, and then instead of day seven, you did day eight. So it's okay, a little later. Maybe that's also, that's okay, because uh, you're spreading out the days of Tahara. So maybe that's okay. Kamashman, that no, it has to be Dafka the third and on the seventh, meaning you need that many days in between. You can't do it any day prior from when you actually uh, contracted the Tumma. Okay, you have to at least wait three days, can't do it any earlier. And then from three to seven, you have to wait that distance, you know, the four days. If it's an extra day, it's going to be no good. And that's why the Pasuk said, what's the last line of Chitabiyah Mashvi? That's going to tell you, maybe that's only true for Kachim, that you need both days. What about for Truma? That even for everything, it has to be done dafka this way. That's the only way to purify on day three and on day seven. And that's the story. Took us to the next Mishnah. Somebody um, got married, and, uh, he, uh, and then he realizes that uh, she wasn't, you know, the, exactly uh, what he thought she was. Okay, so uh, so first he thought she was a Canis. Turns out she's Livia. He thought, listen, the name's Cohen. Well, that's uh, whatever, right? obvious. And obviously it wasn't right. It were, were Livia. Ah, oh, the name was Levi. She thought he thought she was a Levi. He really wanted a Levi. Turns out that she's a Canis. She's now going to you know, load it over him that she's from a more harsh family than he is. And he doesn't like it or poor and rich, rich and poor, um, it doesn't matter. It's always a good condition because she did trick him. It's not like a, it was a trickery. He didn't ask. He didn't put it as a thing, you know? You know I'm like, so just because you thought, like I said, you know, I don't know how many marriages would be undone if, they're, if it's not exactly as they expected. I mean, every, every marriage, even the best of marriages, is not exactly as they expect when they get married. You know, would from, there from, be from, a their head, head, right? Would there be even in one marriage? Exactly. Everybody else's marriage. Yeah, right, exactly. Condition, right? right, exactly. So, next thing. Um, somebody tells a woman that Mekadosh... Be uh, to me after my conversion, or after your conversion, or after I'm freed, or after you're freed, or after your husband dies, or after your sister dies. All of those examples after the chalitza, assuming that you cannot, the kedushas not tofes by by 
it's not all of those is not a good kiddushin. Similar, someone tells his friend, if your wife gives birth to a girl, then I'm marrying her now. I'm marrying her, that's not going to work. That's also not a kiddushin. So we're going to go through this. That's the sugi of Davash Olam. We'll get to that. Okay. So there's an interesting Gemara. The Gemara brings down from a Mishnah in Trumas. Okay. Um, and the Mishnah says that you're not uh, uh, supposed to take Truma from Talosh on Mechuber. And if you did, it doesn't work because uh, it, it's, when it's Mechuber, it's not uh, able to, it's not Chayav yet in Trumas. Only after you cut it off the ground, then it starts the Chayav of Truma. And if you did, it doesn't work. Now, so Ravasi asked Rabbi Yochanan, what if he said it like this? He was more, it wasn't just on what's dashed. He said the pairs of these, these pairs that are tlushim, should be truma on these pairs that are mechubarim, and, uh, or mechubarim on tlushim, once we cut it off. Meaning, he's saying that it should be of take, take of, I'm saying now that it should take effect after it's cut off. Uh, is that okay? Is that acceptable? This is Rav Asi's question to Rabbi Yechlam, and he told him a big chidosh. Okay, he said that if it's biyado, if it's something that you could do, that's in your hands to do, then it's not like it's mechus or maisa, and therefore it's fine. And therefore, basically, um, you know, he could just take a sickle and cut it off, so it's He's capable of doing it. So if you're calling it out now, that and, and then it, it does happen, so uh, you're saying that it should happen then, it'll happen automatically then. It's not a problem, because it's biyado. That's the idea. Okay? So we had a kasha. How does that fit in with our Mishnah? After my conversion, after your conversion, after your, I'm freed, you're freed, after your husband dies, after your sister dies, after Chalitza, um, you receive Chalitza, it's not a good condition. Now, I understand every other one has nothing to do with it. But a ger, he could become a ger. So it's in his kayak to become a ger. So what's the problem? Why isn't it be called Biyado? The answer is, is that um, it's not that easy to become a ger. You can't just say, I want to be a ger. No, uh, it doesn't work that way. You need three, uh, it needs a bezdim, three, that's a pasuk set, that's what he, we learn it, it says mishpat by a ger, uh, mishpat a ger, anyway, bottom line is, we learn from there that it needs a bezdim of three, and, um, and who says that they're going to listen to him, they're going to, like, it's like, we don't want you as part of it, like, you know, we have enough crazy people, sorry, you're not interested, and, uh, you know, you have to convince three people that you're worthy to convert, that's not necessarily a given, anyway, it's not the other, at least. So Rabab Marmamel says, uh, okay, what about this case? Okay, it's a little bit different. You give a pruta to a shifcha, and you say, it's in your mekudosh to me after I free you. Now that's biyado. So maybe it should be effective. Uh, you're going to say it's a good kiddusha. So the Gemara says that's much worse. It's actually, that's actually, a different reason why that doesn't work over there. Because now she's like, she has a halachic status of an animal. Um, uh, that's the Pasuk Amadoymil Chamar, and then she's going to become a Dasa Cheres, um, and therefore, the, since it's just a, such a drastic change between before freedom and after freedom, it doesn't, uh, it, it won't take. Okay. Meaning she's changing into a, uh, a new person. Okay. So the Gemara says, what about this one? Ravoshia says, you give a pruta to your wife, and you say, after I divorce you. Um, and it is in his kach to divorce her, so uh, maybe that would work. So the Gemara says, 
Would Rabbi Yechon have said that's good kiddushin? So Gemara says no, because it's different. There, there, well, you know, um, once you divorce, so then you could, uh, you know, like it, you know, who says that she's going to want to marry you? <laughs> okay, that's to, that's to, not totally in him anymore. So that's different. So the Gemara says maybe if that's true, if that's really the case, so then Rabbi Yoshia asked a different question. He says, what if you give two prutas to a woman? And with the first one, he says, I want you to marry me today. And the other one, I want you to marry me after I divorce you. Okay? Um, why is this guy doing it? I, I don't know. You, know, like, who's, who, you don't have to understand <laughs> every scenario. Okay? But that's what he's doing. Okay. Anyway, it should not be a good condition because um, that's what we're saying. It's like a Dasacharis. So Gemara says, no, that's not different because, if we, because there, she's a single woman right now. And if she's accepting, so then maybe that her acceptance could work for both. So therefore, it's not as obvious. Maybe it's Tafsi. Maybe it's both Tophis. Okay. Uh, we brought a Raya to Rabbi Yechanan that uh, if it's Biado, that in fact, it, uh, it's not Mechus or not missing something. It says, in And if you do, then it's not Truma. Truma is not a Truma. And it gave an example. The bearers of these that are, are separated should count on these that are attached, or vice versa. We said it's loyal Merklom. It's nothing. But if he says, Once it's cut off, and it was Nitlish, then Dvarv Kayamin. That's exactly what our, what the question was, and it's saying very clearly, like Rabbi Yechon, the answer that it does work. Okay, uh, Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov takes it even a step further, and uh, that uh, not only is it ready to cut, you know, all you have to do is all that's mechuser is just harvesting, but even if it's the saruge is mechuberes, and um, they're not fully grown though. They need to grow a third, okay? Still, and it, it grew the third, and then he cut it off. It's also tarav kayom, because that's and that even though it's not biyadcha to make it grow, but anything that's that's expected, that is what happens. You know, the nature of nature is that, as miraculous as it is, that things that are you know over time is going to grow. That's uh, that's something that you can count on as, as an expectation, and then it's not, it's, it's as if it's biyadcha. Okay, um, and therefore it is effective. And Rabbah says, a qualifier says, Rabbi Lezbanyak was only talking about where it's already a little bit grown, but if it's very, very early stages, just like miniature sprouts, then he wouldn't say it. Rav Yosef says he is talking even about the sprouts. And then we got into the Lashon Agam, which is this word that we're using for sprouts. It comes from like halachufka agmon rosho, which is uh, you know like bending its bending its head. So like the very early sprouts are like bent over a little bit. Um, next we saw uh, what about who's this uh, Bryce going like? Somebody tells his friend if your wife gives birth to a nekeva, she should be mekudesh to me. It doesn't work. And Rabbi Chanina qualified that that's if she's not pregnant. But if she's pregnant, then it works. Is it, so if it's going like Rabbah, who said that it needs to be shachas, so then it needs to be recognizable that she's showing that she's pregnant. If it's like Rav Yosef, then as long as she's pregnant, even if she's not showing. That's the earlier stage, that's the difference. Also, there's another version that Rabbah said, Rabbah, a different version of the whole discussion. Rabbah was saying in Rav Lezben Yaakov, is talking about shachas, it's shacha. It needs not only shachas, but it also has to be a field 
that it, it, that relies on rainwater and doesn't need more than that. Okay, but if it's a shachas to be shaka, which you you know it's like a delicate field, and if you don't water it, it ain't gonna grow. So then that's more not there yet because it takes so much to actually grow. So then he wouldn't say it. And Rav Yosef says even shachas to be shaka also works. And uh, um, so brings us to the next thing. Uh, okay, so what about this brisa? Somebody tells us, Rav, how do we apply the brisa? That somebody, if your wife gives birth, nikeva. Then she's Makudish to me, it's nothing. But Rabkhina says if it's if she's pregnant, then yes. This is if it's it's kahuk or ubra, And that's the bottom line, and that is where we left off. Okay.